Dude, what is up? MPGP. <laughs> no. MPGP. <laughs> I'm Haley. I'm Craig. MPGP. <laughs> what is that on your knee? <gasps> what? Where? Oh, that's a scab from when I dropped the air conditioning unit on my leg. <laughs> it looks like you've picked at that scab like a million times and I, it's already a scar. <laughs> I, I have and it probably will become a scar. I'm like, I'm definitely, a, I'm not ashamed to, <laughs> I'm not ashamed to say that I am a scab picker. Are you a scab picker? Not usually. I try to leave them oh, on as long good. as possible. Like that's a band-aid, you know? Yeah. That's actually, I try to resist. that's the way, but oh. I don't know. I just, like, if there's something on my body, I need to, like, fuck with it, I guess. Like, I'm just, like, (laughs) especially when I'm, like, stressed. Oh, my God. Which I always am. (laughs) Um, so. Wow. Um. We basically, like, almost finished a sauce franchise. We're almost, we kind of stopped, like, Maybe halfway through six? Saw 3D. Yeah, Saw that, 3D. Was that, that was seven. Seven, yes, yes, seven. We watched six. Y'all, these Saw movies are crazy, but honestly, each one is very entertaining. I think 3D is probably the worst one so really? far. So far, because I'm just like... I felt like while I was watching it, I was like, I can't tell if this one is different but still good. Maybe even funnier to watch. Yeah. Because it was just, like, well, all, all gratuity. Traps. Yeah. All traps and all, like, just bad acting. Like, not even trying to. Yeah. And, um, the fucking guy from Lincoln I kind of like that. Oh, yeah. yeah, I guess this one, it actually, I take it back. Craig's convinced me that this one's, like, actually really fun. It's but the I just Jason feel Goes like... to Hell of Yeah. Or yes. Something. That is so true. I feel like this is the thing with Saw that I notice it's literally like the thing that I noticed with Saw is that it's like okay one through three are like this continuous story and then as soon as we get to four we basically get like the whole like it's okay, like spoilers for Saw yeah it's just like it, ex- it for it explains all of this shit it adds this new character that apparently was working with Jigsaw the whole time, but now he is Jigsaw, but he's evil, and they're kind of making you think that the real Jigsaw, John, what's his face, is... It's kind of like an anti-hero. Like, yeah, and you're, like, rooting for him, and I'm like, this is so weird. Also, I'm just now realizing that the now Jigsaw in Saw 3D killed... Oh, wait, no, no, he didn't kill... He didn't kill the wife. That was just a dream. Okay, never mind. But there is, like, a really nasty scene where she was, like, <laughs> she was, like, tied to something and he, like, drove, like, a weird train thing and, like, shredded her apart. But then she woke up and it was a dream. Jigsaw's so, um, wife. Yeah, Jigsaw's wife. Who, in the previous movie, the sixth movie, um, she put him through a jigsaw test, but he, like, survived. Mm-hmm. Because he's a crazy son of a bitch. <laughs> he shoved his, um, the bear trap. Yeah, it was a reverse bear trap. He shoved it into his, like, 
cell bars. Yeah. To and prevent it from opening all the way, but it still ripped part of his face. Ugh. So fucking gross. I hate that guy. I'm so annoyed that, like, I just am just like... Maybe the most evil cop in a movie. Yeah. Like, up there. Yeah, what are some... Most, I mean, besides, most like, evil maniac. currently employed. <laughs> like, he still goes into work every day, and he's the jigsaw killer. Oh, yeah. Oh, and it was so frustrating, because in... I think this was also in the sixth one, like... He was so close to being caught, and then he just, like, killed everyone. But now I think everyone... I think by the time it gets to... Actually, I don't know if if in 3D... I think in 3D he just disappears. Like, that's what people think. I don't know if there's, like, an active police... Oh, wait, no, there is. There is a detective. Yeah, there is. <laughs> and actually, He's he, like, knows... To be... Okay, this... He's pretending to be a victim. Yeah. But he's not. And that's what gets him to be a victim. Yeah. He was pretending for sympathy or something. The plot is insane. There's no plot. Yeah, one day we'll... I feel like we should have, like, an episode in the future that just goes... It Like, we need to, like, do the Saw episode. And, like, try... Like, we need to do some research... Do the whole fucking canon, like basically reorder the fucking things, or like, you know how you can yeah make a some, timeline flow yeah. chart. Of I'm sure someone beginning, yeah. middle to end. I feel like someone out there probably has been like every saw scene made in order of like the timeline or whatever, and then you just watch from like the first saw till 3D, and then you just like watch the whole series play out in order. And I'm sure, like, scenes from fucking, like, <laughs> Saw 6 are gonna be before so that, the events That would of be Saw impossible, one. though, because... <laughs> it's crazy! It would be, it would be incoherent, because you, probably the movie, <laughs> if you just started with the earliest scene in the Saw timeline, you would start with, like, a flashback of... Jigsaw, like, going on his first dates with his wife. Yeah, like, Like, the, the movie would start and it would be Jigsaw, like, frolicking with his, like, girlfriend. No, like, Because that's, like, the though. early... And you, it, it would be all of the, like, Jigsaw flashback scenes where it explains, like, why he trapped the insurance agent in there and all that shit. It'll be, like, all this shit. That would be, like, the first thing, where he finds out he has cancer. Yeah. Then he finds out that he can't get covered for the It would therapy. be, like, an origin story. Yeah. It would be, like, a anti-hero origin story. Yeah. Whereas, like, in the first Saw, you're just like, oh my god, that son of a bitch was just, like, lying there the whole time. What a sick, twisted fuck. And then, like, by the seventh one, you're literally like... Go, John! <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so weird. Well, that actor is, like, surprisingly likable. Yeah. I'm also really glad that he's just, like, keeps being in the movies. Yeah, like, he, I, I don't know. Some of the movies, I don't like his performance. It's very, like, stiff and awkward. Mm-hmm. Honestly, he reminds me kind of Donald Trump. Like, the way he talks. Oh, I could see that. Where, like... His face isn't moving, just like his tiny lips are just like yeah. mumbling words. <laughs> not I to, see that. Not to be too uh, disrespectful to this guy. Yeah. Comparing him to Donald Trump, but 
something about some of his performances are not my favorite. Like, it's not my favorite this character. Yeah. But I still like the guy a lot. Like, that actor. Tobin Bell. Yesterday, we watched Joe Bob, as we always do on Fridays now. And I'm, like, obsessed with Joe Bob. Not the character, but, like, the last drive-in show. Yeah. Like, I love that show. It's so good. I guess it is just basically movies with Joe Bob added. Like, Joe Bob scenes added, so maybe I do love Joe Bob, but (laughs) I don't know. It's just, like, a fun way to watch movies. Yeah. And also that it's a surprise what movie they choose, and there's always, like, interesting commentary. So... Yesterday's was Train to Busan, which we'd seen before, and then Spookies, <laughs> which we haven't seen before, yeah. but we fucking loved, or at least Haley kind of fell asleep at the second movie, because <laughs> at that point it was like 1, 2 yeah. a.m. or something. Yeah, I'm looking for, I saw the way beginning, and I saw the way end, and I was like, damn, this seems cool, and apparently I missed a Spookies rap. Hey, you're watching Spook. Okay. It's a really confusing movie. (laughs) If I had to explain the plot of Spookies simply, I would probably say a group of people go to an abandoned mansion and realize, like, phantasm style if you've seen Phantasm, that there's this, like, got, like, this supernatural, like, guy manifesting these, like, demons and monsters and devil spawn, and he's, like, doing ritualistic, like, sacrifices or some (laughs) shit to try to bring his ex-wife back to life. She's in all white and trapped in a box, and she apparently killed herself because she didn't want to be with this guy anymore crazy plot Mm -hmm. he's like obsessed with her and still in love with her i don't think they were even married but maybe they were i think that she mentioned at one point that they had a child so i'm confused but she like is disgusted by him and hates him (laughs) and that guy who's masterminding this whole satanic ritual it also has very big ghoulies vibes Mm -hmm. i feel like yeah. With the mansion and the satanic shit. Yeah. But, anyways, this satanic ritual cult leader, or it's not even a cult, it's just one guy, and it's Lackey, which is a were-cat, which means human man in cat face paint makeup <laughs> with fangs. <laughs> were-cat. <laughs> I would be a were-cat over a werewolf, I think. I don't know. Real. <laughs> it he kind of comes off the werecat Joe Bob commented on this like in one of his like uh interludes but he was so right like the werecat does not do anything like he just watches like he's running around this group of people just like running through this house and he's just like scowling like he comes on a screen he's like ah! and he like <laughs> He, like, watches them and, like, throws his hands up and then, like, bounces around and, like, runs away. I'm like, what are you fucking doing, dude? Are you gonna do something? (laughs) Anyways, there's tons of monsters. It's, like, 
extremely low budget mishmash together footage mm-hmm. from two different movies like weird special effects like choices are made that it seems like very uh evil dead and it's special effects like i'm thinking of the end of evil dead where they're using like creamed corn as a spe- <laughs> and food coloring it's like a special effect for this like stop motion animation yeah it's like they use like stop motion animation and like puppets that are really funny a lot of stop motion animation with puppets it's great spookies was really cool there's fart monsters <laughs> that fart <laughs> it's like these monster mummy like zombies yeah called... i was asleep during that scene but craig showed me this morning <laughs> apparently they're called the muck men and mm. they come on and it's just like a like dubbed fart over top of it's so this funny. footage of these like muck men okay so last week we reviewed jason x um an excellent movie um <laughs> and, and uh, i mean you know it's in our hearts so um it, it is fun that was the first of the final three of the friday the 13th franchise when it's almost over um that's crazy crazy. we only have one more movie and then we've watched and reviewed every jason movie yeah so you know try not to cry everyone um so the next movie that we're going to be doing the second to last friday 13th movie we're gonna review (laughs) is Freddy versus Jason from 2003. Yeah. 2003. 2003, baby. Um, wow. So, obviously, from what we've talked about in the past, like, New Line has been wanting to brew this for a while. Yeah. And also, um,. The Friday the 13th films, their titles were getting increasingly more complex <laughs> with, like, Jason Goes to Hell, colon, The Final Friday. Mm-hmm. And that's also just Friday the 13th Part 9, because it comes after Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. And that's usually stylized with Roman numerals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But numbers for the 13. <laughs> I want to, so the, w- I mean, I guess since it is a crossover film, technically, it wouldn't be part, like, because they're probably at different points in each of their respective franchises, right? How many nightmares were there? Um, I actually think that there were a few more Nightmare on Elm Street films, but yeah. I'm not positive on that. It might have been the exact same. I haven't seen all of them. I think I've seen all the way up to six, maybe. Yeah. Or whichever one is the final Friday or whatever. Or the final nightmare. Yeah, we watched... God damn it. Yeah. The final nightmare. Always. Or like, what the fuck is the one we just watched? It's like everyone's least favorite one and we actually liked it. It was the one 
It must have happened right after the baby one. Yeah, he's like, now you're playing with power or whatever, and it's like the Nintendo Power Glove. Oh, and yeah. And he makes the character bounce around like he's Mario to his death. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck. I don't even remember which one that was. <laughs> now you're it. playing with power, bitch. <laughs> Dude, okay. Freddy Krueger literally says bitch after every sentence. I feel like Too Short definitely copped Freddy Krueger's style. Yeah. I'm just gonna fucking say it right here. Too Short's always like, bitch is my thing. Bitch! Like, why they gotta say it like short? Like, no. Why you gotta say it like Freddy Krueger, Too Short? So, obviously, Freddy vs. Jason has been years and years and years, like, maybe decades even, in the making. Um, and... From the Scream Factory DVD Blu-ray collection that we have. DVD Blu-ray. Uh, <laughs> Laser disc. <laughs> um, the Blu-ray that we have um, has a bunch of special features. And something that I learned was that there were 17 drafts of the script. And one of, like, the idea with the most, like, drafts was that Jason was brought back somehow by a Freddy Krueger cult. The Freddy Heads. <laughs> that, was, that was a possibility for this movie? That was, like, I feel like that was, like, really close to being, like, a thing. Because that's, like, apparently, I mean, this was, like, rewritten a bunch of fucking times. Like, it was, uh, like we said in the last episode, a big reason why Jason X, like, came out basically like was a fucking was to movie stall was for time. To, exactly so they were just like trying to figure this shit out um i mean it's like a lot i mean it's two fucking f- franchises that have like fan bases that are i feel like really really hard to please so i and understand now, but also at this point there's like already the internet people are going on to the internet now and like spreading rumors about Freddy versus Jason and like the fan base is like wanting this to happen because there was this fucking movie Jason goes to hell that has Freddy's glove in it and just like feeds into that like oh yeah there's gonna be a Freddy versus Jason movie like that's a possibility and And that was a decade and they just had to wait and like just like go off of rumors and like speculate on what the movie is gonna be like so, I imagine it was... That's probably why I remember people not liking it when it came out. Yeah. Because, because all of the fans were like, I want to fucking see this, like, incredible masterpiece, yeah. Freddy versus Jason. It's like, what were y'all <laughs> fucking expecting? Like, it's still gonna be low budget. Like, you, ca- you gotta remember that these movies, while they are, like, really popular, I feel like they don't ever give these horror movies yeah. a big enough budget yeah, I agree. Um, okay. Anyways, I do you remember when it came out? Like, I remember. I don't, I mean, what, 2003? I was not in, I was like, a child, yeah. but I remember, like, my brother, my brother was definitely a teenager, and, or, like, in college at this point. 
and I remember him talking to me about it when I was, like, really young. Oh. (laughs) I remember going to the movies and seeing the poster. Yeah. Because, like, when you're a kid, like, even just seeing, like, Freddy's, like, melted skin Mm -hmm. and, like, the machete and, like, the evil looks on the poster, that's already, like... (laughs) You're, like... That's this scary is intense. <laughs> yeah, I probably like caught a glimpse of that poster out the corner of my eye as a child, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Like, Bruh, <laughs> I just, like saw it and then like thought about it all night. Bro, I'm just trying to see Finding Nemo in peace. <laughs> we were so young when this movie came out. Yeah, but dude. I, another thing I remember is like, I, I seem to remember people talking about this movie for a while after it came out at least like kids yeah i mean just think about it it's like these versus movies are so it's such like a kid idea like kids love shit like that crossover stuff and like Mm -hmm. big like action like because it gives you something to like talk about with your friends i guess like Who's gonna win, Freddy or Jason? Yeah, you know? like literally, it's like super. I feel like it's super fan servicey and super. Yeah, like, it's fan service. It's super like, I don't know, like that's such a like. I feel like that idea in general is very like childlike, where it's literally like, okay, Jason's really scary and Freddy's really scary. Like, what would happen if they like faced each other? Like, I could picture having that conversation in a fucking lunchroom or something as like a fifth grader being just yeah. like what are your thoughts or it's like <laughs> the argument of are you a freddy fan are you a nightmare fan yeah. or a friday yes fan like which which one do you identify with yeah. like <laughs> swim to this side of the pool if you're team freddy swim to that side of the pool if you're team jason <laughs> well that being that, said are we that. team freddy or jason we love Jason. Yeah. We love Freddy, too, but... Uh, I think after this fucking movie, I'm team Jason all the way, because Freddy is so problematic. Well, you also have to think about, <laughs> a, like, this, too. Freddy is supposed to be evil. Yeah. I mean, they're both evil. I know, that's what, like, they're both evil, but Jason just can't speak. That's yeah. not part of his character. I feel like... Like, there's nothing good that Jason would say if he could speak. Yeah, <laughs> like, he wouldn't be like, yo, man, that's fucked up. Like, he would just be like... He wouldn't be like, cool uh, shoes. <laughs> I'm so glad that Jason, they made the decision to just have Jason never talk because, like, literally... That's so easy, though, when you think about I it. I know, but that makes something so much more scary. Like, Freddy is It does, just but that's funny. why it's easy. They try to make Freddy scary... By having him say, like, fucked up stuff. Yeah. And, like, lick, like, photos of children oh, <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about the the prologue. Or, it's not really the prologue. It's the first... Uh, yeah, it's, it's the prologue. Um, like, the opening scene. Um, we hear the Nightmare on Elm Street theme. And we kind of go into Freddy's backstory... And we see him, you need to remind me of the actor's name. 
what's his name that plays Freddy? Robert England. We see him alive as Robert England in these flashback sequences where he's like literally like murdering children and he licks the photograph of like a six-year-old girl basically. <laughs> Freddy was like really it just, I mean, I always knew that he was a child murderer and maybe other things. I believe they say in, like, one of the early Nightmare on Elm Street's child murderer. He was a child yeah. killer. Like he never... When, when they explain who Freddy Krueger was... Yeah. They, like, talk about it and they say things like, yeah, that night that we all, like, killed that child killer Kruger or it'll like yeah. flash to a newspaper thing. It's like child murderer Kruger. Yeah. So I think they explicitly made it not like he's a pedophile before. Yeah. But then as the series went on, like I know certain movies have explored that he might've been like this pedophile dude, maybe just this one, but yeah. What do you, like, that's a controversial choice, I think. Yeah. Because he is liked by so many people, and pedophiles mm, are one of the most despised, like, groups of people in this. Yeah. I honestly feel like they might have explored that in the reboot. For some reason, I'm like... I saw that remake in theaters, but I can't remember. I'm, I'm trying, I feel like they may have, they may have done something, like... Where, I don't know. But anyways, they we go into Freddy's backstory, and he starts to kind of, like, lament that he is being forgotten. So, his he's basically powerless. But he meets Jason Voorhees in hell, and knows that he can manipulate the situation to basically bring... He brings Jason back from the dead by pretend by going into his death dream. So like Jason's asleep, quote unquote, but he's like dead and in hell. But But Freddy- Pam Voorhees does say later in the movie or maybe even in his death dream. Mm-hmm. Jason, you you're never really dead. You're gonna always gonna come back or whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah, so I guess maybe he's she just... says like you're even though or maybe a, another character gives that bit of exposition where they're like Oh the cop he does. keeps dying and coming back. Yeah, the cop returning does. from his grave. Yeah. So Freddie in the dream in Jason's dream in air quotes, Freddie is taking on the guise of Pamela Voorhees and basically manipulating Jason into going to Elm Street to kill teenagers. And basically, it's like, the idea is that he's supposed to, like, get the fear going by, like, starting to murder these kids. And then once the fear starts, then Freddy, I guess, can easily get into their dreams. And then he gets into the dream of the main girl, Lori, and is basically like, warn everyone, because I'm back. Freddy's back. Like, tell all of your friends or whatever. And then, like, Lori and, like, 
two people that escape from a psych ward basically tell everyone that Freddy Krueger is back and therefore solidifying that Freddy Krueger can come back and kill people in their dreams. Yeah, so the basic, like, rule for Freddy coming back is that he, yeah, he needs to be in the fears of, like, young people or yeah. whatever. He needs to be, like, he can't be forgotten. Yeah. If, if Freddy is forgotten and no one knows the story of Freddy and they're not afraid because there's no... They don't no, know who he is. Yeah. If they can erase all record of Freddy, mm. then they can effectively kill him. Yeah. But as long as someone knows about who Freddy is, he has, like, some power yeah. to come back and some, like, sway in convincing other people of his existence and yeah. therefore gaining... He's kind of like Pennywise, the yeah, clown. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, they this town goes at length to erase all records of Freddy. I think the police chief mentions that it's been four years of peace, a.k.a. the last time any Freddy-related incident was four years ago when they decided to basically... They quarantined all the people that were seeing Freddy in their dreams. So all the, like, teens or whatever are, like, locked away in a wing of a hospital, like, in a permanent coma with, like, um, the drug that makes them not dream. Hypnocell. So they're just, like, being pumped full of Hypnocell and just, like, asleep forever in some hospital somewhere. Two characters have been locked away in a psych ward. Is that you? Is that really the best way to quarantine these people? Like, is there a different way? So Freddie gets what to would them. You do? Freddie gets to them through their dreams. Yeah. So they have to put them into a medically induced coma and then pump them. Give them a yeah. dream suppressant. Okay. Is that what? really the best way to keep? Freddy, like, or like, yeah. My question is, if you can, you not make them forget about Freddy to where they just wouldn't dream about him. Like, I don't know if you can. I guess you'd have to lobotomize. Yeah, it's like weird. But my question is, if Hypnosil causes you to not dream, why not just put Hypnosil in the fucking town water supply or like? (laughs) Or like everyone that lives in oh my God. everyone that lives in the fucking town. You're calling that's for affected. like you're calling for like no, eco terrorism. No, dude, but like seriously, like why isn't it just like a requirement that everyone just takes hypnosil every fucking day until H- they're Haley, like eighteen and then they're fine? Because he doesn't. Haley, you're being pro big pharma, and dude. <laughs> but like, I'm sorry, this is like. <laughs> You're you're saying I want them to put the drugs in the water supply. <laughs> if it's gonna prevent Freddy Krueger without fucking locking people up no, and making no them no clean in a water, you have to drink the drugged water. <laughs> this is Brave New World. <laughs> Hypnocell. I'm pro Hypnocell. Wow, that says a lot about you. <laughs> I'm pro hypnosil. Wow, shows. are you a are you an anti um dream suppressant? Yeah. Or, you know what's funny is I don't you're really a dream. Head. I don't really dream. I think one of the reasons why the nightmare movies never like 
really resonated with me is because I don't have dreams like what they have in the yeah. movie at all. Like, I don't really have nightmares that often. I don't usually have dreams that I can remember. Every now and then I'll wake up and remember what was going on in my dream, but it fades away within, like, five minutes. Yeah. And then I literally, throughout the day, could not tell you what I dreamed about. Well, that's good in the, um... Some, but there there will be one that slips through the cracks or something. (laughs) Maybe it's like... What's the last dream you remember? I'm also... I always try to figure out what causes dreams that I have. Yeah. Because, like, they're so rare that if I, like, wake up and I do remember it, I'm like, oh, I must have been, like, really high or something. (laughs) Or, like, like, ate candy. What did I do that, like, caused me to, like... Remember the dream. This dream. Yeah. This one time out of, like, every six months or a year or something. <laughs> I had a dream last night, and I woke up, and the first thing I said to Craig was, I had a dream we went to Coney Island. <laughs> <laughs> I love hearing other people's dreams. It was fun. I dream a lot. Did you notice that, like, the first half of this movie is very Freddy-centric? Yeah. Didn't it just seem like you were watching a Freddy movie, like? For a lot of the movie. It kind of feels like this is a Freddy movie. It's a nightmare movie. Um, yeah, I would say that it feels like because you begin it in, like, basically, yeah, it's set primarily in Elm Street, and I feel like Freddy is using Jason as part of his hand, as part of his plan, and it, um, he becomes uncontrollable to Freddy until eventually they have to face off. But it's like... Before we get too far... But it also could be... um Sorry. It also could be that we think that it's, like, Freddy's main character because he's the he's one that's the talking. He's the one we see first. He's the one we see first, and he's the one that talks. We don't get... Like, we don't... Second half that's is the, pretty Jason heavy, though. That's the problem with Jason, is, like, Jason, one of the f- reasons I like the Friday the 13th format so much is, like, it's kind of like Jaws yeah. or something, where Jason is, like, a force, and he's, like, a character in the movie, mm. but he isn't a traditional character. He's, like, yeah. something that the other characters respond to. Yeah. And I think that's why it's so good for these movies to actually have characters that are interesting in some way. Yeah. And that's why part seven was, we didn't like it that much, yeah. is because you do have to spend a lot of time with these characters with the characters, like, because yeah. they can speak. Jason mm-hmm. isn't going to give you any exposition. Yeah. And there's, like... Like, Jason is this force that comes in and, like, finds you, and then you have to react. Like, yeah. It, it, whereas Freddy is more, plays more of, like, an active role in, like, delivering the story, mm-hmm. and, like, you, the character of Freddy is developed, like, a lot more just because he can speak. But they did a good job of, like, going through Jason's backstory. Yeah. I actually liked the Jason flashbacks, and I liked how much it looked like the original Friday 13th Part 1 Jason character. It looked like a chubbier version of that Jason character. Yeah, that was good. I liked I liked the child Jason, and I liked, um, I mean, just jumping forward um, to the fre- first Freddy vs. Jason face-off 
which is where Freddy attacks Jason from the dream. And that's when he gets rained on. Yeah, so Freddy doesn't know what, like, they're basically just fighting man-to-man, mano-a-mano, and then basically Freddy introduces water, I think, like, a valve brace or whatever, and there begins to have, like, a waterfall, and Jason reverts to his inner child. So, like, he's just a small... Which there is precedent for. Yeah. Which is another interesting thing. Like, the movie makes weird decisions, I Mm -hmm. noticed. Like, just the decision that Freddy is in control of Jason and using Jason as a conduit to Mm -hmm. do his killing. Mm -hmm. But that's, like, part two. Yeah. Part two, like, Freddy's not really the person doing the killing. It's the lead actor. Yeah. The scream queen. Possessing. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, Freddy, there's precedent for Mm -hmm. that plot device. There's precedent for Jason, like, dying or Mm -hmm. being rained on with sewage and then turning into his inner child. Yeah. Like, it was the same scene. Yeah, that's what, I literally was like, this feels so much like Jason Takes Manhattan. This is, like, Which is cool. Yeah. Um. Especially since, like, people don't really... I feel like it would be, it's not like Jason Takes Manhattan is, mm-hmm. like, considered the best movie in the franchise or anything, yeah. so it would be weird to, like, reference this one, mm-hmm. like, smaller plot mm-hmm. device, or, I don't even know if you call that a device, because we still aren't decided on what we make of that scene where Jason melts away and turns into a child. Yeah. Did that really happen? Is that how Jason died? Like... <laughs> what? I mean, you know, stranger things have happened in this franchise. It makes I think, more sense yeah. in the dream, in yeah. the nightmare. But in, like, the actual reality in Jason Takes Manhattan, I mean, like, honestly, I I just, I feel like I'm at the point in this series where it's literally, like, Anything you give me, I'll just accept as fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Even if, like, the next news that comes okay. out, they're like, let's okay. retcon <laughs> everything. Funny. I'll just be like, sure, Jan. Like, what the fuck ever. I don't care. <laughs> um, but it is interesting that the water causes Jason to revert back to his inner child. I guess, like, I mean, that is, like, the main fear, because, like, I guess in the first movie, he did drown, like, and he did die. It makes perfect sense, like, when you think about yeah, it, but, but just the fact that, that, like, it would make sense that that would be Jason's weakness yes. if you had to pinpoint one, and it yeah. also it gives this duality to the movie where Fire it's, like, water. how did Freddy die? Freddy was, like, burned alive in this mm. furnace that he was shoved into. Mm-hmm. So he has like a fear of fire, maybe, yeah. or like he's he's but, like a it's not a fear yeah. of fire. That's like his element mm-hmm. or whatever. And yeah, Jason's element is water. Yeah, but it just seems odd to make him afraid of water when for literally like from Jason six mm-hmm. or Jason lives on mm-hmm. like seven and eight. He's underwater a lot. Yeah, I mean he's like trapped underwater. Yeah, like he for. Years and years. For the end of Jason Lives to um, Part 7, mm-hmm. uh, New Blood. Yeah. He's, like, f- 
fully underwater, chained to the sea floor, the floor of Camp Crystal Lake. <laughs> yeah. Then he's pinned down again in the water, and then, and it's like it's also weird because like specifically in 3D like this is where the like Jason afraid of water plot um not plot like storyline has its inconsistency because in 3D and maybe even like in more even in fucking part 7 like there's all these random like underwater there's all these random Jason goes into the water to kill someone. Yeah. Jason goes into the water to fucking I mean, think s- about like, the think about the uh just the first movie. Where does Jason come from when he attacks Alice? Alice on the boat. He comes out of the water and that's yeah. how we're introduced to Jason. He can live underwater. Yeah. <laughs> He's a fish man. <laughs> Gills, if you will. Like he drowned and survived. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and also there's in, um, I guess that's part three. Maybe, what's the one where the character has the flashback? I guess that's part seven. <laughs> Sorry. Which flashback? Part seven, there's the flashback of the girl falling into the water. Yeah. And Jason's underwater. Mm-hmm. Like, the dad says, or uncle, or it's the God, guardian, or yeah. whatever, is like, you're going to learn how to swim, and if I'm going to throw oh, you into the water. Oh, that's Jason Takes Manhattan. Oh, fuck. Okay, it's the uncle. Part guy. 8, <laughs> which is a very water-heavy movie, <laughs> yeah, because they're going they're in from a boat. Camp Crystal Lake to... Manhattan, which is across New Jersey, like, across the Hudson River. Yeah. (laughs) So the entire time it's on the boat. Anyways, Jason's definitely in and around the water. Yeah. So it's, like, very, I don't know, it is interesting. It is a choice that makes sense, but also that doesn't make sense. Two things can be true at the same time in this case. And especially... It makes sense for this movie, Yeah, though. for this movie, it's like... And it, it's a golden choice, especially when we get to more of the Camp Crystal Lake scenes and seeing um, baby Jason being, like, bullied by the kids. I will say that the plot of this movie, I feel like is actually kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like it. It, at least it explains certain, like, plot holes, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or, like, how how Jason got back. It's, like, at least given some explanation. Yeah. And it's kind of fan... I mean, the whole thing is a fan service. But yeah. if you're a fan of Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th and all of the movies in those that series... Yeah. You'll see where it's, like, referencing movies in the past. Yeah. And it's, like... True to the lore. Like, they say what actually happened. They got it right, at least. You know what I mean? It's not like some... Yeah, it's not just if you're like... a fa- It's not disrespectful to the franchise. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I definitely agree with that. Um, Even though it does, like, kind of retcon that one thing, but, like, so do all the movies. Like, we'll yeah. retcon what they have to to... To make, to to make, make their it movie work. 
I mean, that's exactly. what happened with the second movie, right? But just bringing Jason back to life, they're like, yeah, he's actually didn't drown. Yeah. Or... And it's also like, I don't know, we keep talking about this where it's just like, it's fun to see filmmakers take risks with the series or like experiment or like take things in a direction that you didn't even go, that you didn't even go to before. Um, and I know that like, if there was, if there was, like, criticism of this movie, like, at the time, I feel like it's just because it's been such a long time in the making or whatever, you know? Also, I think, like, there were certain filmmaking, uh, at the time that this movie came out, I think, like, a lot of what we're looking back on with, like, nostalgia goggles on, it would have been more, like, eye-rolly, like, the new metal and shit. Like, yeah. Like, imagine if, like, that, if you just, like, didn't, like, if you thought that music was trash. Yeah. Or if you still do, I guess it makes the movie kind of less enjoyable. But I really, like, don't like new metal. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I like, certain <laughs> elements maybe, like, but I don't listen to that shit. Yeah. And I think it's, like, silly as fuck. And yeah. it's, like, dude bro metal. So, I imagine it that being worse at the time. Yeah. Like, going... If I were to go see a movie today, and it was just, like, full of references to... Subtle references to, like, contemporary life. Yeah. And, like, Zoomer culture, I would be rolling my eyes the entire time. I would Definitely. probably say the movie was trash, but looking back on it now, I'm like, oh, at least I don't have to put up with that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, if Freddy vs. Jason was was filmed and released now, they would definitely do, like, a fucking TikTok thing. Oh my god. There, oh my god, there would the, literally the be a kill. The teens would be doing TikToks. There would be a kill where the teens would be doing TikToks and... Jason just, like, walks up and he looks down and he just fucking machetes them, like... Please don't put that energy into the world. I don't want... I don't want a new, like, uh, Friday the 13th movie to reference TikTok. I feel like it's gonna happen. We're gonna... Not this... Not this franchise. I don't think they would do that. But, like, we're gonna get some kind of, like... Some kind of fucking kill that involves TikTok. In some horror movie soon, I I feel I feel like that's gotta happen. <laughs> um, Maybe like you know like when uh quarantine first everyone went into quarantine yeah those two movies came out that that think, were about quarantine like, yeah they're like horror yeah there was a horror like web Zoom call horror meeting. I saw, but there's one called Unfriended times. that was before Quarantine Times um, that I saw. They're dumb. They're so dumb. But, I mean, it's a good way to make something cheaply. Yeah. Um, once Freddy unleashes Jason to Elm Street, basically the story centers around this group of friends and the main girl is Lori. There's, um, she has two friends. One of them is Kelly Rowland from Destiny Ch Destiny's Child. Wow. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I knew she was familiar and I, like, I honestly just, like, I think her hair was, like, throwing me off because it was, like. Dyed red. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, that's her. Love Destiny's Child. Um, she was good in this, honestly. She, like, told off Freddy, but then she got, like, fucking butchered by Jason, so that was sad. But, anyways, um... And then, like, her love interest, who's, like, one of the psych ward patients, like, a few other dudes, basically, that's, that's the whole gang. Oh, and this girl that, like, her name's, like, Gibbs or something. She likes getting fucked up and wearing, like, baseball hats. <laughs> um, the one who's always smoking a cigarette? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, the movie sort of, like... The action starts, um, at Lori's house. She lives in the iconic Elm Street house, I think. That Nancy lived in. Yes. So, um, she, they're all home alone, um, and basically Jason shows up and kills, um, Gibbs's asshole fucking boyfriend. Like, so that's the first kill of the movie. And then that sort of sets off this chain of events where people are dying, people are scared. It's uh, everyone's like, "Is Freddy back?" This seems like a Freddy kill. So the whole police station, or like the ev- all the police know about Freddy. They're all like, they're finally all on board. Yeah, like with, literally yeah, this, the existence of Freddy. Like in what other fucking franchise? Do you see, like, the police being like, oh, yeah, like, we know that it's this killer that attacks people in their dreams. <laughs> like, no other fucking movie. But eventually they get to that point, I guess, so. Um, but it is not Freddy. It is our boy Jason. Freddy is not strong enough to... Well, Jason under the possession of Freddy. Well, Jason's not necessarily possessed by Freddy. I thought he Jason was. Just... I thought he was in the same way that part two guy was... Like, remember, he was still going around to um, school and whatnot. Yeah. Just when, like... He would sleep? Not even when he would sleep. Just every now and then, like, I think... He would just, Freddy would activate, like, his killing power or something, like, and his, like, hand would turn into Freddy's glove and he'd kill. So, so this is why I think that he's not possessed. I think he's more so manipulated by Freddy because Jason comes back on his own accord. Freddy gets him there by pretending to be his mom. But, oh, yeah, yeah. So. but when Jason kills, like, it's not necessarily that Freddy gets his power back. There's just, he feels the fear. So that's why, um, so the second kill is, like, that other, like, loser dude, um, who's on the porch with his dad. He falls asleep. Freddy, like, approaches and is, like... He, like, does a swipe at him, like, that would kill him normally, um, but the guy goes, huh, I'm okay, and then he just, like, runs away. Yeah. And then wakes up, and J- oh, and J- Freddy's like, oh, not strong enough, but I think my friend will take care of the job until I'm And then I'm immediately ready. kills, like, yeah, two people. Yeah, he, like, um, Jason, de- um, decapitates his dad's head, but, like, it's still on his body, so when the guy wakes up, he's like, 
duh. And then he sees the head fall off. And then he gets killed by Jason, which was brutal. So do you think Jason just, like, swiped the machete across his head, and then his head just fell back down onto the neck and rested there until it fell over into his lap? Or do you think Jason cut his head off, the head fell down, and then Jason had to, like, balance the head back onto the torso to set up this little, like scene gag (laughs) (laughs) like but one thing about freddie and jason in this movie you're right it's not like total possession of freddie but he is kind of like i think he put him back on the earth Mm. and now he's like pointing him in different directions using his like dream persuasion powers like he's like tapped into like Jason's subconscious. Yeah. And he's I mean, like that's, yeah. influencing him to like go to Elm Street, go to this house, kill these people. Like Jason, he he's his motivation is Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. So he is being like manipulated to care about this Elm Street yeah. bullshit. He like doesn't That's true. That's true. But he's being like you're right, he's being pointed in the direction. Yeah. But it's like Freddy is in his dreams, like, giving him subtle, like, subconscious hints hints to do different things under the, like, Pamela Voorhees nightmare. He uses that later on the flip side to kind of, like, punish Jason, if you will, or, like, try to kill him, honestly, because it's getting out of hand. Oh, yeah. Um, and so far, Freddy, at this point in the story, is, like, super stoked on what Jason's doing. Um, everything's sort of falling into place for his plan because, um, Lori, um, overhears the police say Freddy's name. So when she falls asleep, Freddy's able to infiltrate her dreams and we get the classic, like, fucking kids jump roping Doing the one, two, Freddy's coming for you. That three, four, better lock your door. Five, six, grab a crucifix. Seven, eight, gonna stay up late. Nine, ten, never sleep again. Yay! <laughs> you remembered it. Was, it. was it lock your doors? I think so. What's that? sounded right when you do it just that, There's no fucking good that'll do, I'll tell you that. But anyways, um, she's she sees that. She sees a child with her eyes gouged out, which is very disturbing. She basically is the one that tells Lori to warn everyone. Um, then I guess, like, the next, honestly, like... The next big event is the corn rave. Which is a corn great maze scene. Rave. Amazing scene. Basically, they're just like, let's party, like, in this fucking sick-ass corn They're partying in this small town, basically, after their friends died. Yeah. Like, they're the peers of their friends who died, and they're just having a rave, like, the same night they got the news. Yeah, like, like, they're literally just, like, let's distract ourselves by fucking raging. And I think, like, one of the characters is, like, safety in numbers. Like, uh, they're wrong about that, though. So, basically, 
the whole friend group goes to this party. Um, Gibbs gets fucked up and basically passes out in a corn maze, but we don't know that she's passed out um, immediately. We see her um, basically following her dead boyfriend's, like, body being puppeteered by something. Um, basically being like, come on, babe, like, don't make me ask twice. Like, saying shit that he said at the, in the first scene, because he's, like, kind of a piece of shit. And basically, he lures her into a Freddy nightmare, where Freddy is going to, like, kill Gibbs. But we see her body is being, like, kissed on and, you know, groped at by this, like, random raver guy. Raver who saw her, like, pass pass out. out over here. So she is hiding from Freddy, and basically right before Freddy is about to kill her, she sort of, like starts bleeding from her mouth and, like, acts like she got stabbed, but Freddie hasn't touched her. And we go back to outside of the dream and we see that Jason has shown up and stabbed the raver who was on top of Gibbs and flung the raver, like, all the way away. But, like, he killed the unconscious Gibbs and... Basically, she disappeared from the nightmare before Freddy could kill her. And Another he, stab through two people, like getting on top of each other or whatever. It's like Jason has done that. Yeah, that's definitely a callback. Then, basically, Jason stumbles upon these like two broy dudes. Um, he twists the head off one of them. The other one catches him on fire um, and then runs away. Jason chases after him. Fully on fire with a flaming machete. And he's burning the corn. He's leaving a trail of fire Mm -hmm. behind him in the corn maze. And then he just shows up, flings the fucking machete. The guy gets stabbed through the fucking chest. The machete's on fire. Yeah. And it stabs him through the chest. Mm -hmm. And then... um, Literally, he just bodies, like, a fuck ton of teens at this corn maze party. He goes on, like, one. this is one of the first Jason killing sprees. Yeah. Where it's one scene where Jason kills, like, ten (laughs) people. He, like, clears a fucking field, basically. He starts, like, killing a bunch of people all at once. There is... There literally was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten kills. And probably more people that... Yeah, that just didn't get, like, even counted in this. It was a lot of fucking kills at this scene. It was wild. Um, great scene, though. Um, but, um... Basically, the teens, like, all know that they know it's Freddy. They know they need to figure out what to do to beat Freddy. And then there's, like, one cop that I guess, like, moved to Elm Street or, like, to the town. What's it called? Springdale? 
spring something, whatever. There's one like new newbie Springwood. Springwood, yeah, I think that's it. it. There's one like newbie cop that um knows about Jason. So basically they combine forces and they're like, okay, we're gonna like figure out a plan to like kill Jason and kill Freddy. I think they're gonna start with Freddy though. So Yeah, it's Springwood, Ohio. Springwood. Ohio? How did they get to... Okay. You must go to Springwood, Ohio, Jason. Walk all the way from New Jersey. Bro, Without getting caught. no sense. Okay. Maybe you teleported. Literally, but... that Okay. So, we already kind of talked about the hospital... And we talked about the first Freddy vs. Jason, like, face-off, where Jason and Freddy are, like, in the dream. We should talk about in well, we the didn't, Well, we didn't fully talk about that. Yeah, I know. Because there's a scene in that first fight where Freddy is controlling Jason with dream magic and making him float around the room. Yeah. And Jason is being pinballed. Oh, yeah. Against all of the walls of the, like, burner factory, the fucking, wherever Freddy's always yeah. at, the boiler yeah. room. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason, and literally the pinball sound effect is happening while Jason's bouncing off that, walls. That was really delightful. <laughs> to see Jason fly around or, like... yeah. They really treat Jason like a big oaf Yeah. in this movie. They're like, you're a dumb dude who gets pointed around and, like, that he's, like, being manipulated and shit. And then he doesn't ever get to speak or, like, do anything. (laughs) Freddy talks all this shit. All Jason can do (laughs) is just, like, attack when he's, like... When he's, like... In arm's length. Yeah. (laughs) It's so funny. I fucking, like... I honestly, like, love... That they combine these two because, like, Freddy is so weird and goofy and it's fun to see Jason interacting with that and seeing Jason in this light that we kind of haven't seen. I mean, like, even though he's not, like, it's not like he's saying, like, bitch or anything, but, like, seeing him, like, the pinball thing, like, that is something that would not happen in previous Friday the 13th movie. Jason wouldn't be, like, the butt at the end of a yeah. joke. The gag is always with the Friday the 13th movies. Someone being like, oh, what, is Jason Voorhees gonna come kill me? And then Jason just standing there, like, towering over them, and they're like... Like, the victim's always the butt of the joke, so it's, like, cool to see. Yeah, like, and Freddy, what... Anybody got more, a wine opener? That even one. more so, um... Freddy makes jokes while he kills people and he kills people in comical ways to like humiliate them and like play with them like he's fucking using them like toys or Mm -hmm. dolls or something so and he also yeah he has like the dream magic where he can just make anything happen so he can make you bounce around like a pinball or like turn you into a bug. Yeah. Or, literally. like, make you a Mario video game character <laughs> using the power glove. Yeah. 
to like play you like a video game character. I do want to talk about the hospital, just this specific scene where the stoner guy like meets a Freddy caterpillar guy. Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> yeah, and he has like a little hookah and the guy like slithers away and he's like, wait! <laughs> and then Freddy as a caterpillar possesses this guy by jumping into his mouth Mm -hmm. and then he pours all of the um he pours all the hypnosil down the drain fills up fucking tranquilizer things um with syringes and then he faces off ready or he faces off against jason that's like what he Basically, is like standing there in the body of the stoner. Everyone's running. They're like, "Come on, man!" And he's like, "Let me deal with this bitch." <laughs> <laughs> and then he injects Jason with fucking tranquilizers to like fucking fight him in the dream. And then we get the first Freddy oh, vs. Yeah. Jason battle. So, Freddy has always said "bitch." I think he used bitch in the first movie Mm -hmm. and since it's been like one of his lines is like he calls you a bitch at the end of whatever he said his one-liner but in this movie it's like they'll have it be like two lines back to back where freddie says bitch like from (laughs) from freddie's last statement to the next time he speaks it ends in bitch like (laughs) he's always saying bitch in this movie yeah, he really is. It's I don't know if um I feel like the, the <laughs> draft 17, they're just like let's fucking go for it. Yeah. Let's just really up the bitches in here. Who is Freddy? Well, he says bitch. Okay. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Say that every time. <laughs> every every time he speaks, add bitch. <laughs> oh, but it doesn't really seem to fit here. Just add it. Yeah. Just add bitch. <laughs> just do it. Um, so, from this battle, we get more of the gang's plan, which is they are going to drive to Camp Crystal Lake with fucking Jason's unconscious body while he's battling with Jason, or with Freddy. They're, when they're, like, 15 minutes away, they're going to knock out Lori who is going to fight with Freddy and try to drag him out of her dream so that Jason and Freddy can face off in the real world because they think in Crystal Lake in Crystal Lake because they think that Jason is going to like beat Freddy in real life. So when and then they th- they also want to lure him to Crystal Lake. Yeah. Because they believe that all Jason cares about is Crystal Lake. They'll, yeah. So they'll be like, there. that'll be their problem, that one of them says. Yeah. They'll be like, not our problem. We, we don't live in Crystal Lake. Yeah, like basically. <laughs> so they're driving. They're from... like going to unleash Jason onto Crystal They're like, we think Jason can win if he gets Freddy in the real world or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, but if Jason wins, then he's still gonna be alive then what do we do we gotta kill jason and they're like well he's in crystal lake yeah, <laughs> it's their yeah. problem um, let him just kill everyone in crystal yeah. lake 
Well, that's what's going to be the how he gets to the fucking lab and then eventually on the spaceship yeah. and Jason X. The Crystal Lake Research Facility. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which is only function is to house Jason <laughs> in chains in the middle of an empty room. Literally, like, what else would they Like, be? what else would, are they researching? Yeah. The, like... The, like, lichen <laughs> like, a rock. <laughs> and then there's just, like, Jason beside the... Oh, my God. Beside the guy who's, like, studying, like, the mushrooms of the area. Oh <laughs> They're like, yeah, before this Jason Voorhees character, this is just, like, a bio-research facility where we were just, like, We had studying- a fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> we had a fish tank, and then Jason started killing too many people so we just like all the funding went to jason (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i love it so they made the drive from ohio to fucking new jersey um should we seemingly i'm gonna figure out yeah try to figure out the the timing because it seems like they make this drive in about uh 30 minutes so i'm gonna do springwood ohio to hope new jersey Five hours and 55 minutes in a car. Six days walking. So Jason probably Jason walked for walked. six days. And no, was seen by no one. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Y'all, did, that makes Did he me... walk or did he teleport? I feel like... Because... Uh, he, he must have had to walk. But, okay, so in the dream, the nightmare... Pamela, who's actually Freddy, just mm-hmm. using Pamela as a dream nightmare thing to convince J- Jason to come back to life. I yeah, don't know. Like, yeah. What the, how does Jason come back to life? It just was does like... Does Freddy just, like, pick him up and, like, throw him above ground, like, out of hell? Like, what the fuck? Like, how does Jason... I think it's just, like, when he sees his mom in this dream... And Freddy, like, I guess Freddy has at least some power to bring. It's something that Freddy did cause Jason to wake up from his grave. It seemed like he was in a grave yeah. or something. Which doesn't necessarily. Well, and it, yeah, I guess it did seem like he woke up in Crystal Lake. Yeah. And not Springwood. So he, he so, walked. <laughs> well, I was thinking that he took maybe. A lift. <laughs> I was thinking maybe what happened was that Pamela Voorhees in the nightmare said, Jason, you must go to Springwood, Ohio and kill. They've been very naughty. Yeah. Or whatever. Like she says, like, the the teens there have been very naughty. Go kill them. (laughs) 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 It's like Freddy. Freddy's just like, hey, Freddy, it's your mom. Go to to Elm Street. Kill the kids. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. But I would think that after that happened, like, she could just, like, say, okay, now that you're being unleashed from this, like, third dimension, (laughs) like, this hell, wherever that is, you're gonna go back to Earth and I can teleport you into that place so you don't have to walk. (laughs) Maybe you hitchhiked. Yeah. Oh, my God. Would you pick up Jason? Ask gas or grass. Nobody rides for free. Oh, my. <laughs> Jason's you pull over. That dump truck. <laughs> you pull over. You go. 
what's up, my man? <laughs> Jason just silently stares at you. You're Jason's like, got a cardboard sign that says Springwood, Ohio, <laughs> with a peace symbol. <laughs> He's going to Woodstock. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. He's no. wearing a flower crown. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's get back to the plan. Um, so they're driving. Um, six hours. For six hours. We see Lori is now in Jason's nightmare where she's at Crystal Lake. And she, we see basically like Jason's origin story, which is that. Very cool. It's, it was such a cool scene. Um, basically, um, group of kids are bullying Jason a fuck ton. Um, they're like putting a bag on his head, reference to the second movie, I think. Yeah. Um, and just like calling him names, being whatever. And then we see like counselors, very much like some sort of like this weird, surreal, like sort of like where they're like drinking, smoking, not paying attention to They're, like, stuff. fucking on the porch. Yeah, like, one of them in is... In earshot, in sight of the kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we get the um, next <laughs> really po- problematic fucking thing, which is basically the two counselors that were fucking, the guy turns around and, um... Oh, okay. Lori goes, are you coming? Because she wants to go help the kid that's drowning. She doesn't realize it's Jason at this point. And the guy turns around and it's actually Freddy and he's like, I'm trying, but... (laughs) But this bitch is dead weight or something. She's a dead fuck or something. She's a... Yeah, and I was like... And then you see he's, like, fucking this, like, the woman... Which is funny, kind of, because... Remember in, um... Part four? I think? Yeah, part four, where Crispin Glover keeps being referred to as a dead fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, so that's scary. Um, and then... Lori runs. She's trying to help baby Jason. <laughs> out Who's of actually the like lake. ten to yeah. twelve years old. Eleven year old Jason out of the um out of the lake, but Freddie is dragging him down and then in real life you see Jason, the unconscious Jason, spitting up water. Um and oh they're like, okay, this is a fucking lovely scene. So basically, they're like, we need to give him um, CPR. And the fucking, so there's the boyfriend, like Lori's boyfriend, Will. There's a nerdy guy. And then there's Kelly Rowland. <laughs> so, and Lori. And so they're the fucking nerdy guy's like well i have asthma so i can't sorry and so kelly rowland's like fuck i have to do this literally so she lifts the fucking mask he's spitting up water he's a fucking corpse it's literally disgusting like picture going mouth to mouth with fucking jason Voorhees after the shit you know he's been through like disgusting yeah before she can um meet her lips to his though he does wake up and causes the 
whole van to crash. Yeah, like flip. <laughs> Which might be a reference to Jason Lives. Yeah. I That's what I was thinking, too, when I saw that. Because it does kind of, like, fly and turn on its side. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I want to say that the character design of young Jason is mm-hmm. definitely a reference to the Tom Savini design yes. in part one. Yes. It looks, like, just like him in the face. Like, pretty accurately with the prosthetics and everything, the look of the prosthetics. I think the character is just, like, a little bit, like, chubbier, which yeah. makes sense because Jason is, like, a really big dude. Yeah. He dummy thick. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I like that. I think that was, like, a good scene. I kind of, like, wanted to see more of that. I was kind of like, can we just have a remake of <laughs> Friday the 13th and it's just this, but yeah. more of that? You know what I mean? Yeah, honestly, like, it would be interesting to see, like, more Kid Jason and see, like, the origin story. Well, I don't know about all that, but... What if they came out, you know how I just mean I like the way that that scene looked looked and felt, and it seemed like, okay, just do this, but make it a whole movie and just, like, make it a remake or something. I feel that. Um... Because the lake setting and the way it looked, everything. Yeah. I, I like the look of this movie even more than... I didn't really like the remake of Friday the 13th, the yeah. look of it, that yeah. much. But I like the look of this movie. Well, it's cool. This movie's cool because they play with color a lot. Like, mm-hmm. the, certain scenes will be all red, all blue, all green. Um, you know, some scenes will switch, like, literally in the first J- Freddy vs. Jason fight scene between them, it switches from red to green. And I remember seeing that and Which thinking, makes like, sense, because they're in the Freddy world. They are in colors. Freddy... Oh, well, there you go. I was thinking, like, why, why did that switch, like, at that moment? But... That makes sense. I mean, I just thought of that just now, just because red and green are his colors. Yeah. That honestly makes a lot of sense, so (laughs) I'll take it. But, yeah, they play a lot with, like, the lighting, the colors. Um, The colors are setting moods. Um, I would say film-wise, like, or aesthetics-wise and cinematography-wise, like, this movie's really cool. Um, Yeah. Agreed. All the teens are fine. They go to Camp Crystal Lake. Freddy. Uh, oh, you know what happens is that Lori's hand gets burned as Freddy is like fighting her. So she's able to drag Freddy back into the real world. And that's when Jason and Freddy finally face off for a while. But first they have to, like, run and hide a lot. Like, Jason, like, attacks them. Um, The nerd guy dies by getting flung into, like, a stick thing and then bleeds out. Um, Then Freddy and Jason... Like, it's it kind of, like, gets into this, like, Freddy... Well, Jason is, like, either fucking up the kids or fucking up Freddy at this point. Yeah. So, Jason and Freddy are now, like, fully fighting 
Freddy seems like he's about to win, but then, like, it's just, like, craziness, basically. Like, how would you describe, like, what what is that, like, there's this, like, construction thing that, like, Freddy's using to, like, try to kill Jason, where there's a lot of, like, spikes and, like, it just, a it, slide. I and, don't know, that's never been in another movie yeah. on Crystal Lake, but... It kind of just looks like an industrial area. Like, those are all just things you would see in, like, a factory. Yeah. Like, I feel like all of those um, compressed air canisters, that that's probably just, mm-hmm. like, argon gas or something. Yeah. Like, for a welder or, like, a yeah a tool, like a oxyacetylene cutter torch mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, he was firing those out. I was like, I was like, I don't know if those would fire like that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't, I think they probably explode. Yeah. He was trying to pin Jason. I don't think the air that comes out the end of that thing would be enough to propel. They're heavy as fuck, even when they're empty. Mm -hmm. They're thick because they, if they explode, that would be really bad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I don't, that whole scene where he's like taking the caps off of those and like, firing them like torpedoes at Jason is crazy. Yeah. And then he like jumps up on top of this like silo or something and Mm -hmm. like flips like a bunch of rebar that's stacked on the top of this like high place for some reason down onto Jason like stabbing him into the ground. And then he's like oh my god. He swings from the silo. Yeah. He okay this is funny. When he, the final thing was him, he was gonna, like, push a little cart down and, like, really fuck up Jason. Um, maybe to the point where he, like, gets torn apart or something, which is, like, basically the best you can do with Jason, I feel like. Um, but the cart got, like, stuck, and he, I think he said, like, give me a fucking break, and then Jason, like, takes one of the things and, like, throws it at him. Yeah. And they somehow, like, continue to fight. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. You just oh. gave me a crazy idea. Okay, what? Because I was thinking about, like, how Freddy would have to kill Jason. Yeah. So, based off of the Jason goes to hell logic, like, you have to destroy Jason's heart. Yeah. And probably with that ceremonial dagger, which I don't think that, um... Anyone has. Anyone has. So... How cool would it have been if Freddy just, like, demolishes every part of Jason and then, like, just all that's left is Jason's, like, beating heart and he's, like, trying to figure out how to get rid of the heart Mm -hmm. and while, like, dealing with his heart, he's possessed to eat the heart. Just, like, and then Jason possesses Freddy and then, because Freddy was kind of possessing Jason, Jason should have gotten into Freddy and then what kind of fucking... Holy. Crazy mind fuck would that be? Wow. And then Freddy would go on killing, and then that could be how Jason would kill Freddy. Because when Jason eventually leaves Freddy's body, it would make him melt and disintegrate, right? Because that's wow. What... <laughs> that's <laughs> Craig. Wow, that's so true. Do you think you could just kill Jason's heart 
and kill him, or do you think you need that dagger? I can't I remember. think you need the dagger. I think the dagger And does it also have to be at the hands of a Voorhees has to kill him or yeah, something? Yeah, I mean, that's, like, literally established lore, so... And as we see, Jason's not <laughs> as dead we see, the they stick the, to that all yeah, the time. Yeah, <laughs> Jason's not... <laughs> well, Jason's not dead at the end of this, so... But, basically... Kelly Rowland starts fucking, like, telling off Freddy, being, basically calling him a pussy, and basically being like, your dick must be really small, you have all these butter knives on this She's like, Jason has a big dick, you have a small yeah, dick. Yeah, that's <laughs> basically it. And then Freddy basically points to behind her, and Jason's just behind her. And, and kills her. <laughs> and he, he fucking swings a machete in her so hard that she, like, slams against a tree. Then, Freddy and Jason continue to fight, and meanwhile, the plan is that Lori and Will are just gonna fucking blow their asses the fuck up. And so, because there's, like, a fuck ton of propane, like, by the lake, weirdly. Like, canisters and canisters and canisters. This camp is, like... Not up to They code. have to be at some, like... <laughs> yeah, it has to just be, like, somewhere, you know, in Crystal rural Lake areas, I guess, like, out in the middle of the woods, there's usually, like, those type of factory places, yeah. so maybe that's that vibe. Maybe, but, um, yeah, basically, they explode them both, but both obviously, like, survive, so then they get more... It's kind of, like, a lot of, like... Do you think that they're about to die, and then they come back, and they, like, it's just them, like, fucking killing each other, basically. Um, Jason, I think, stays in the water. He's Yeah, now he can go in the water, and it's okay. (laughs) Freddy leaves the, um, the thing, doesn't, um, Lori chops off Freddy's head. A la fucking Alice from the first film, decapitating Pamela. Does she charge at him in yes. slow motion? Oh, I can't. I didn't remember that. So that's cool. So Freddy's Freddy's body and head fallen. We see Jason's body sinking as well, and Lori throws the machete in the lake, and then her and Will walk off into the fucking sunset. The final scene plays Jason's theme, Jason's motif, and Jason is walking out of camp, out of the lake, and he is holding Freddy's head, and Freddy's head looks dead, and you're like, hell yeah, so Jason won, and then you see Freddy... Oh, like, kind of, like, his Wink. eyes open again, and he winks at the camera, and then that's the end. <laughs> so Jason is, they don't even care about Jason. They're like, whatever. Like, all of our problems are over. <laughs> yeah. All of our friends died, but. <laughs> but I guess. Jason is still alive, and it's okay. (laughs) Yeah, like, literally, it's just kind of, like, this plan... I feel like there's just no winning for the characters, because, like, Jason will still live and kill a bunch of fucking people, 
Freddie, I mean, maybe, maybe they at least will be done with Freddie, but I think as like people will know who Freddie is now, and that was his goal. So it's just kind of like, or the Freddie wink could be more of like an inception type thing, and that whole scene was in a dream. Oh and my fucking why, god! And that's why he's still alive because it was all a dream, all a Freddy dream. What, <laughs> <laughs> bro? Don't do this to me. But that brings us back to like this is probably a Freddy movie. If that's the last shot, the last shot we see is Freddy winking. That's like tying it all in a neat little bow, being like, "This is Freddy Krueger's." Well, movie. it is. It's not Jason versus Freddy. That's true. So, I think it's, they equally get, like, at first I was like, this is definitely just, like, a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Yeah. <laughs> because it starts there, and it just seems like that, like, the music and everything, it's, like, the first thing you hear. It's not some new score, it's, like, the Nightmare on Elm Street mm-hmm. music, mm-hmm. and they're talking about Nightmare on Elm Street things, the first half of the movie, but it transitions slowly over to being more of a Jason movie. Yeah. Like... I feel like if you watch the movie in reverse order, you would think it was a Jason movie. That's true. Like, you start in with Freddy and in Elm Street, and then, like, Jason is introduced, and then Jason gets some kills, and it, like, transitions from, like, all Freddy to some of both, Mm -hmm. and then it's, like, mostly Jason in Crystal Lake. Kind of. Freddy's there, too. Yeah. But it seems more of, like, a Jason in his element, and yeah. we had, like, Freddy in his element. But I would say we had Freddy in his element for, like, 80% of the movie, and the last 20% was in Jason's element. That's why I'm, like, for the most part, we're in Elm Street dealing with Freddy, <clears throat> kind of. Yeah, true. Even though Jason And it's does Elm Street most... characters with, like, things yeah. at stake. Jason does the most kills, but... Does he? Yeah. But also, you have to think that, like... Think about it like this. All of the characters that Jason kills are people Freddy wanted to kill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Freddy willed that to happen. Yeah, but... Like, it's not like Jason is killing camp counselors at Crystal Lake. He's killing... Elm Street people that have nothing to do with him. Yeah. Because Freddy wants that. Yeah. They're working towards Freddy's goal of killing these Elm Street kids. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. Speaking of kills, what was your favorite kill? So I think in general it's just going to be the whole corn maze Jason killing scene where he just goes on a rampage and kills like... 20 ravers yeah that's a good one and does it while on fire and lighting the corn maze on fire and throwing a flaming machete yeah i think that's uh hard to beat he kills like 10 people in that one scene which you've never seen him like not just pick one by one off yeah that's what he always does so to see him kill like 10 people like he's some tank or something. Like he's at war with yeah. these like kids. These like children fucking raving. It's, it's like three hundred, and Jason is like in the, like war. Yeah, it's like just Jason like attacking anyone he can. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, and the mattress 
fold-out mattress scene. Yeah, I would say I would definitely agree with all that. I love the fucking, like, the stabbed a ton and folded in half. The fold-out mattress scene was one of the cool, like, I really liked that kill. Um, also, like, helped out the guy was, like, a fucking douche canoe, but, um... It was, it was, like, a very classic Friday the 13th kill as well. Like, mm-hmm. with um, Gibbs in the shower, like, huh, what? Like, a post-coitus kill as well. So, yeah. um, do you want to go ahead and give it some ratings? So, so, out of five finger blades... <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you oh, is that what you would call them yeah um, out of five finger blades butter knives <laughs> butter knife fingers um i think i would give this um three and a half butter knives in the in the no half seas okay so i would give this three really you i'll, I'll round, round up to i'll four? round down i'll round down um Obviously, I love this movie. It's really great. Um, I also thought the plot was really good. Um, characters are fun. It's a fun movie. Definitely something I would want to like watch again with friends. Um, mm-hmm. Very fan servicey. Love that shit. Love the references to all of the previous films that we know and love. Um, gonna knock off some points for the general like. Um, I don't know, not kosher scenes. Don't love those. Um, but yeah, besides that, like, I mean, all of the death scenes were cool. I thought that the way that they introduced Freddy and Jason was pretty cool. Um, would be interested to hear more about the Freddy cult, but... You know, know, I think that, you know, with all the rewrites and trying to get this movie made, like, obviously it's a lot of pressure to make this movie, and I understand that. So, while it's not perfect by any means, like, it's still good and definitely, like, worth a watch. So, I'm gonna give the movie four finger blades out of five, a little bit higher than Haley's rating, just because... I was this is my first time I am seeing this movie. So I've seen it one time now. <laughs> we just watched it today. Still pretty fresh and I was just constantly from scene to scene surprised at how much I liked it. Yeah. Sometimes with these movies like the plot is so like predictable not predictable like but you know what to expect from these movies so much. And you just expect, like, you look for good kills, like, good cinematography. Mm. It's, like, overall vibes. <laughs> <laughs> so, from scene to scene, I'm kind of watching these movies, like, could this be better? You know, could could they show more gore, like, do cooler effects? Or could it have been a more interesting kill? Is this, like, enjoyable to watch? Or am I bored? And I kind of just, like, watch these movies looking for, like, enjoyability. And from scene to scene, it was, like, solid all the way through, I thought. I thought the plot was, you know, it's 
wacky and ridiculous, but it's also called Freddy vs. Jason, and they're trying to cross over two worlds that aren't supposed to be in the same universe. So, of course it's going to be wacky, but, you know, I bought all of their dumb excuses for why things made sense, whereas maybe, like, Jason Takes Manhattan or something, there's no real explanation for some of the plot devices that are brought up and then never referenced again, or, like, the fact that Jason just, like, melted into a child, and we're supposed (laughs) to believe that that's real, that that really happened. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) that really frustrates me. Yeah. Obviously. But, you know, at least, um, what they did with the lore of these two worlds, they, like, blended it together pretty well. I think it would be a five out of five if Freddy was eight Jason's heart. Yeah. I think if, I I think if it was a fake out, what, imagine this, the movie ends, you think Freddy won because he blows jason to smithereens mm. just like at the beginning of jason goes to hell do you see a gore fest splatter of jason and then freddie like says a one-liner or something maybe like holding jason's heart in his hand and then credits roll new metal song plays you watch all the credits and then after credit scene it's like freddie like poking jason's heart with his finger or something Same and page. then and then ends up like shoving it into his mouth and then you see him get possessed like Jason goes to hell style and then that would be that, good that's the end of the movie that would be so I'd be like good. okay so it's bo- it's still both yeah it's not like one of them actually won yeah I like that I like that <laughs> okay well that's not a thing that's ever well, gonna happen okay but well Sean I wanna see more at Sean <laughs> no let's get Adam Marcus on the project oh yes definitely <laughs> Because um. <laughs> Adam Marcus loves the Jason Hart since he invented it. Yeah. <laughs> um. What if, and then Freddy, the only way Freddy can kill Jason's beating heart is he has to possess a Voorhees and then make a glove with the then, special knives. Oh my god, and then um, <laughs> the fucking baby, baby Stephanie. And Freddy's baby as well. <laughs> Remember Freddy's baby in that carriage he had for him? What the fuck? <laughs> Alright, we're getting off the rails. So, that was Freddy vs. Jason. Y'all, we have one more. And it's a remake, so we're actually done with... With all of the original story. Hopefully one day they'll add to... Oh, yeah. These, yeah. instead of... I feel like, I mean, there there have been almost 10 year, like, there was, like, a almost 10 year gap from Jason Goes to Hell to Jason X, yeah. right? It was, like, 8 years or something, and before that, there was, like, a 10 year gap, too, mm-hmm. from Manhattan to, right? Or maybe 4 years. There's been big gaps before. Yeah. I feel like they could just... Act like no time has passed and just pick it right up. I would say, like, do you think that they would ever do, like, a Leatherface approach where it would just be, like, Jason? Like, it would literally be called Jason. And it would just be, like, origin story and then, like, a profile of 
Jason, basically. I mean, I could see that, but... But also, that would have been I don't know why you would have to. Thank you so much for listening. Um, We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, mpgp underscore podcast. And um, please like, review, subscribe to us on all the different platforms that we're on. Um, Until next time, I'm Haley. I'm Craig. Bye.